This is an offering <clears throat> to the three treasures of the true Buddhism of the sewing, and I pray that their beneficence, power, and influence ever more widely prevail. Nam myo renge gyo, nam myo renge gyo, nam myo renge gyo. Hello there and welcome, or welcome back to another episode of Soka Gakkai Becoming Nietzsche and Shoshu Member. I'm your host, Alexander, or Zanzan, or AJ, or anything you want to say, but it's not late for Gongyo. <laughs> hey, but all you SGI members out there, one question. Where does your object of uh, fundamental respect come from? Or where does your object of faith come from, your object of worship? Who makes it? Who manufactures it? Does anybody know? Because that's a very important thing. You're going you're gonna to get the life force of the person who makes it, right? And why not get the life force of the person that's been passed the living essence since the days of Nichiren and Daishon and um, the high priest Nichiren Shoshu? Why not? Why not have that Dai Gohon Zone connection? where you can establish Sakoshin Jobutsu faster, um, Buddhahood in your present form faster, uh, Kyochi Myogo faster, fusion of subject and object, subjective and objective. These things happen faster and stronger and at all, actually, when you chant to the um, c- connection of the Daigohon Zone and you and the Pai Priest, this harmonious thing of just respect. and I mean, hey, we respect our dentists, we respect our bus drivers, we respect our doctors, we respect our psychiatrists. And nobody goes, oh, they're, they're not important because they're different and they're saying that they're different, so that must mean that they're, they think that, they're, that uh, equality is not good. That's kind of what you're told in the SGI. So Kagakai, that the priests think equality is not, is not what's going on. <laughs> And it definitely is. The story is everyone has their role to play in Kosen Rufu. And so uh, you can actually become a priest. You have to know Sanskrit, um, Japanese, and and Chinese. You have to know how to read and write. That, that's like a prerequisite. You can do those things. Hey, try it out. That'd be awesome. Become a priest. Nichiren Shosha. Maybe even become a high priest one day. You know, it's possible. That's what I'm saying. So there is equality there. Uh, you just have to ask questions and listen to the answers at, ask the temple questions to clear up all of the all the misunderstanding that uh, has been let loose in the minds of Gakai members because this is the realm of misunderstanding right and so if you just deviate from a great truth a little bit and add a bunch of your own stuff and some songs and festivals that have nothing to do with Buddhism you know if you add all that you get a lot of people who are just following the crowd very interesting, very interesting. Now, I want to just talk about something. Let me drink some coffee first here. Okay. I, at one point in time, used to be a Soka Gakai member, in case you didn't already know that. And I, uh, well, I tried to learn as much as I could about the, the SGI scroll, and I tried to learn as much as I could about... Daisaku Ikeda and about the SGI and also Nichiren Daishonin and the history and what was going on and what I tried to just read, 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 read. Because I figured, hey, you can chant for stuff. Okay. But I used to practice um, earth-based traditions that uh, you could make stuff happen like that too. So I was like, okay, chanting for stuff that maybe we're just using the power of the Buddha to make things happen. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Instead of like, you know, dragons and sylphs and um, uh, salamanders and 
the unseen that you focus on in earth, earth-based traditions. Instead of those, I just thought it was a different set of spiritual energy and that it was better karma, perhaps, to utilize the Namu Haringe Kyo the way the SGI was showing me than it was to uh, utilize the candles and incense the way I was before. So I thought, okay, I must be coming back to the human world, is what I told myself as I put away my shamanic and uh, Wiccan practices. And, and I mean, I, I got really deep into that stuff. I was mixing symbols for Kabbalah and the Necronomicon. Like, that was really weird stuff was happening in my life. So I thought the chanting was a nice anchor. I said, okay, I'll just coat myself in this and see if it saves me from going mad. <clears throat> And uh, a lot of weird stuff happened when I first started chanting to the SGI scroll. A lot of weird stuff. Uh, and then, for some reason, just the chanting more was the only way I could, like, handle it, really. I, like, broke out in, like, sores or whatever. What do they call it? Wheel. Like, a, a histamine response in the body. I had all this inflammation showing up. It was terrifying. I had to live on Benadryl for, like, a couple weeks. Or, the, or it would come back. I don't know what it was from. They said it was from my... Uh, Environment. The hospital did something in my environment. <laughs> so, I don't know. That was one of the things that happened right when I got the SGI scroll. And, well, <laughs> you chant a lot. You chant a lot and stuff happens you don't understand. It wasn't exactly a point-shoot method, kind of like with magic, where you, chant, you make a spell and then you throw something and then you kind of, you know, make cause for it to happen to. Uh, the path of least resistance, right? a lot of spiritualists out there understand that phrase. Now, now I would chant a lot, and then uh, SGI members would you get some of them that were impressed, some of them that like then treated you nicer, some of them then um, were like treating you in ways you didn't understand too. Like and then some of them like stayed away from you when you chanted a lot, and then you chant a lot, and then I'd go to work, and then I'd see if anything changed. And, uh, when I chant like three hours or something, and then go to work, drink an energy drink. <laughs> I'd go to, I used to work at a two-story arcade bar and grill at this time that I'm talking about. And then games would be moved around, or there'd be like mystic coincidences where I'd laugh really hard or something. You know, there's this interesting life condition. Although I also would experience like kind of otherworldly... <laughs> uneasiness as you might say for lack of a better word where uh, I had a high spiritual state um, attempting to speak this uh, I could now that looking back now that I'm chanting the orthodox version uh, of Nam Yohorenge Kyo looking back all of those spooky things in the night that I was somehow attracting with my other spiritual practices they were kind of they were kind of trying to figure out how to deal with I think me chanting that it's interesting the messages I got chanting to the SGI scroll it, it was talking to me about being like being the Christian God and how I should remember the name the name Jehovah or something that's what the SGI scroll was telling me when I first started chanting to it and then, you know, yeah, so a lot of a lot of aberration of thought, a lot of non-Buddhist thinking happens when you chant to the SGI scroll. 
and then you read the Ikeda stuff, and what's interesting is you think it's some sort of instructions on how to use the scroll and the chant and the meetings to attain what, you know, transformation of your life or something. And so you're just kind of trying to figure all this out. And in the chanting, you, get, you feel something. So you're trying to, it's all very, you know, you gotta go to these meetings and everyone's talking in vague mannerisms and then, then all of a sudden there's this, there's this very palpable um, devotion to this man, Daisaku Ikeda. Like they're his, men, he's their mentor, he calls it. They speak of this mentor uh, as if it's almost a spiritual entity. It's interesting. Someone told me the other day from the Sokogakai, from the Sokogakai <clears throat> that the mentor is eternal. That's what they were saying. I said, wow, this is quite a different religion than the Orthodox. <laughs> quite a different religion. So when I was in the height of it, I had somehow had a breakup and was depressed, chanting and just visualizing. I was chanting for like four hours at a time. And I was visualizing trees and uh, turquoise water. And then I thought, maybe I can go live with my old stepmother out in Hawaii and kind of re reset my life and chant as much as I want, try to figure this chanting stuff out. So I did that, moved to Hawaii, and uh, chanted to the SGI scroll, and chanted, and got connected to the SGI out in Hawaii. And, and mind you, the Daigo Honzo was still in the Gongyo book at this time of the story that I'm telling you. This was, this was before 2014. It was about 2012, 11, 12. And so, <clears throat> whatever kind of power that I was utilizing, surely, I mean, the Daikohon Zone was being praised in the Gongye book, so there had to be some sort of assistance. I mean, it wasn't the benefit that is true, unchanged and pure, like it is in the Orthodox teaching, right? So, so there, wasn't really, there wasn't really many internal, deep, deep internal um, shifts happening as they uh, have been with this uh, Orthodox practice. So I was kind of just banging the gong, saying, okay, well, let's go to Hawaii, let's chant for this, let's chant for that, and things would happen, and I'd be like, okay, well, am I doing it right? What's going on? <laughs> and then I started to chant um, by the organization in Hawaii, and then my father, who was a part of Nichiren Shoshu, or NSA, Nichiren Shoshu of America, uh, back before the 90s, or so, I think around the 90s, and my mother and father met because they both were chanting in that and they met and that was that's how I came about and so what he did though is they, my mother had me and they stopped seeing each other and they stopped practicing as well my, my father said he put his high priest Niken Shonin Gohon Zone in storage so being an SGI Ikeda light I learned about this story of his and tried to find out if it was an Iken Gohon, Iken Shonin Gohonzon. And finding out that it was, I was talking to him, I remember, the, I remember where I was too. I was walking in Waikoloa village in the big island of Hawaii. And uh, it was beautiful, clear skies. You could look out and see the, the endless blue ocean from the vantage point of these nice little neighborhoods here in the north. Not way north, but kind of north part of Hawaii, just under Mauna Kea. Kind of see the blue ocean out there in the distance, and it's like the fuzzy line of the horizon and the ocean. It's just so calming, even just thinking about it, talking to you all. Although I was on the phone with my father, and it was kind of cool because we were talking more. And uh, 
And he said, oh, yeah, you're in Hawaii. Like, he was too, too, so jazzed that uh, I was in Hawaii. And I said, yeah, I chanted and got here, and now I'm going to an SGI meeting. Woohoo! So I was always trying to get him back into the SGI. That was always my goal. Because I wanted him to get the, the joy that I was feeling and, uh, and more. Something about helping my father practice Buddhism was I had learned that was a good thing to do. Little did I know I wasn't really practicing Buddhism now. <laughs> now, he tells me on this phone call that he, he'll get it swapped out. He said, what about the priests? I said, oh, we don't do priests in this guy. And I fed him some garbage about equality that uh, was ignorance and arrogance, of course. And, and he, be, he believed it. Sad, sad to say he... He, 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 I'm stuttering because it's so terrible, what I'm about to tell you. He allowed me to convince him to return his Nikan Shonen Gohonzon and hand it over to the Sokogakai in return for a counterfeit Honzon. And this is the kicker, okay? I was like, yay, i got to help my dad to do this thing, because I was so not aware, right? That he went right to prison. Something happened, I'm not going to reveal it all, but something happened, like, dramatic and unexpected and, like, totally, like, out of the blue, and he went to prison right away. Almost like when they took that real Gohan Zone and locked it up somewhere he was instantly locked up like it's almost what I think happened and I was so confused I was like wait a second <laughs> they said when you get this scroll that they have that they call the Gohan Zone good things are supposed to happen what's going on here everybody and so I just tried to make the best of it and write to him when he was in prison and send him books that I was reading and that was that was it different kind of experience, although I just, I never understood. I tried to just say, oh, well, this must be what's supposed to happen, blah, 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 okay. And now, only now, years later, in this last week, have I maybe even partially figured out how much of an offense I I created by convincing my father to trade in, unbeknownst to me, a real gonzo. <laughs> yeah, I am probably one of the most unfortunate people in Washington. Okay, now we're going to do some reading of true Buddhism, and it's going to be wonderful. We're going to be reading again from the major writings of Nichiren Daisho in Volume 3. Nichiren Shoshu International Center published this in 1985, although the teachings inside are really timeless. <clears throat> but the letters are addressed to people uh, in the 13th century. Okay, this one's going to be on page 55. Bestowal of the Mandala of the Mystic Law. Quote, I am bestowing upon you the Gohonzon of Myoho Kyo. Though the Daimoku of this mandala is written in but five or seven characters, it is the teacher of all Buddhas throughout the three existences and the seal that guarantees the enlightenment of all women. 
It will be a lamp in the darkness of the road to the next world and a fine horse to carry you over the mountains of death. It is like the sun and the moon and the heavens or Mount Sumeru on earth. It is a ship to ferry people over the sea of suffering. It is the teacher who leads all people to enlightenment. This mandala has never yet been revealed or propagated anywhere in the world in the more than 2,220 years since the Buddha's passing. The prescription of medicine differs according to the illness. Ordinary medicine will help a slight ailment, but for grave illnesses, elixir should be used. During the 2,220 or more years since the Buddha's death, the people's illnesses, that is, their illusions and negative karma, were not serious, and a succession of learned priests appeared in order to act as physicians and dispense medicine appropriately as these illnesses required. These learned priests came from the Kusha, Jojitsu, Ritsu, Hoso, Sanron, Shingon, Keigon, Tendai, Jodo, and Zen sects. Each of these sects prescribed its own medicine. For example, the Keigon sect set forth the principle of the six forms and the ten mysteries. The Sanron sect advocated the middle path of the eight negations. The Hoso sect stressed the perception that all phenomena derive from consciousness only. The Ritsu sect upheld the 250 precepts. The Jodo sect invoked the name of Amida Buddha. The Zen sect expounded the attainment of Buddhahood by perceiving one's true nature. The Shingon sect propounded the meditation on the five elements. And the Tendai sect established the theory of Ichinen San Zen. Now, however, we have entered the latter day of the law, and the medicines of these various sects no longer cure the people's illnesses. Moreover, all the Japanese have become Ichantika, and people of grave slander. <clears throat> Their offense is even worse than that of killing one's father or mother, fomenting a rebellion, or injuring a Buddha. Japan is filled with individuals whose offenses exceed even those of one who were to single-handedly remove the eyes of all the human beings of a major world system, or raise all temples and stupas in the worlds of the ten directions. Consequently, the heavenly deities glare down furiously upon our nation day after day, while the earthly deities tremble in continual rage. Nevertheless, all the people of our day believe themselves to be without fault, and none doubts that he will be reborn in the pure land and attain enlightenment. The blind cannot see or comprehend the shining sun, and someone who is sound asleep will not even feel an earthquake reverberating like a great drum. So too it is with all the people of Japan who do not realize their own offenses. The offenses committed by the men are heavier than those committed by the women. In like manner, the nuns' offenses are heavier than the laymen's, and the priests more serious than the nuns. Among the priests, the offenses of those who observe the precepts are worse than those of the priests who violate them, and those of the learned priests are graver still. Such priests are like those with white leprosy among the lepers, and among those with white leprosy the most malignant. Then, what great physician or what efficacious medicine can cure the illnesses of all the people of the latter day of the law? They cannot be cured by the mudras and mantras of Vainichi Buddha, the 48 vows of Amida Buddha, or the 12 great vows of Yakushi Buddha, not even his pledge to heal all ills. Not only do such medicines fail to cure these illnesses, they aggravate them all the more. 
The Lord Shakyamuni assembled Taho Buddha as well as all the other Buddhas who were uh, his own emanations from throughout the ten directions and left one great medicine. The five characters of Myoho Renge Kyo for the people of the latter day of the law. He refused to entrust it to any of the bodhisattvas such as Hoi, Kudakurin, Kangosata, Fugen, Monju, Yokuo, and Kanon, let alone to Mahakashyapa, Shariputra, or any other man of the two vehicles. Rather, there were four great bodhisattvas, including Jogyo, who had been disciples of Shakyamuni Buddha since Kohyaku Jintengo. Not even for a moment had they ever forgotten the Buddha. Shakyamuni summoned these bodhisattvas and transferred Nyoho Rengekyo to them. A woman who takes this efficacious medicine will be surrounded and protected by these four great bodhisattvas at all times. When she rises to her feet, so will the bodhisattvas. And when she walks along the road, they will also do the same. She and they will be as inseparable as a body and its shadow, as fish and water, as a voice and its echo, or as the moon and its light. Should these four great bodhisattvas desert the woman who chants Nam-myoho-renge-kyo, they would incur the wrath of Shakyamuni, Taho, and all the other Buddhas of the Ten Directions. You may be certain that their offense would be greater than even that of Devadatta, their falsehood more terrible than Kokalikas. How reassuring! Nam-myoho-renge-kyo, Nam-myoho-renge-kyo, Nietzsche. Now I'm going to read the background. The date and recipient of this Gosho are uncertain, but it is generally assumed that it was written in 1273, about two years after Nichiren Daishonin was exiled to Sadao Island to the wife of a Butsubo, who was known as Senichi Ama. Despite severe privations and continual threats to his life, the Daishonin managed to survive the first winter in Sado. In time, the situation improved somewhat when he was transferred from his dilapidated hut at Sukahara to Ichinosawa in April. 1272. The number of people on Sado professing faith in his teaching increased, and Abutsubo and his wife became the mainstays of this community of believers. <clears throat> At the house where the Daishonin lived in Ichinosawa, the landlord's wife became a believer, and the landlord himself developed a favorable attitude, though he did not convert. Abutsubo and his wife had become the Daishonin's followers during his stay at Sukahara. It is said that Abutsubo, originally a devout and Butsu believer, went to confront the, the Daishonin in debate, but was himself converted. Abutsubo and Sinichiyama earnestly served the Daishonin as his providers and protectors while he was in exile on Sado. And even after the Daishonin retired to Mount Minobu, Abutsubo made three journeys to see him despite his advanced age. The Daishonin addressed main letters of appreciation to them. By the time Nichiren Daishonin wrote this Gosho, he had already begun to inscribe the Gohonzon, object of worship, for individual disciples of exceptional faith. In fact, the first of these Gohonzon dates from shortly after the Tatsunakuchi persecution in 1271. They have come to be known as the Gohonzon of specific receptivity and relatedness. Some of them are still extant, and their inscriptions are rather simple compared to the Dai Gohonzon of the High Sanctuary which the Daishonin would bestow upon all humanity in 1279. In 1272 and 1273, he completed his two most essential writings, The Opening of the Eyes and The True Object of Worship, dealing with the theoretical or doctrinal aspects of the Gohonzon. In this Gosho, 
The Daishonin states the Gohonzon, although its Daimoku is written in but five or seven Chinese characters, is the teacher to lead all people to enlightenment, and that it embodies the great law never before revealed during the two thousand years of the former and middle days of the law. He encourages Sinichi Ama, explaining that the only way to save people from suffering and to cure all illnesses is to embrace the Gohonzon, the efficacious medicine of the mystic law. If she cherishes deep faith in it, he says, all the Buddhist gods and bodhisattvas will be certain to protect her. That was amazing, wasn't it? Oh, makes me really kick myself for making my dad trade in his Kahon Zone for the counterfeit one. Really kicking myself now. But thanks for joining me again, and I hope that I've encouraged you to ask questions to Nichiren Choshu temples all over the world so that we can correctly propagate Nam Yoho Rinkei All right. Stop these disasters. Nam For those of you wanting the numbers of the Nietzsche and Shoshu temples here in America, and soon I'll have the numbers for other ones, I'm just going to put this at the end of every episode. Um, Los Angeles area, Myohoji Temple, phone number 323-565-2888. New York area, Myosetsuji Temple, phone number 718-961-7269. Hawaii Hon. Hawaii Honsaiji Temple, I believe, 808-235-8486. San Francisco area, Myoshinji Temple, that's the temple I belong to, woohoo! Uh, 510-222-8372. Washington, D.C. area, Washington, Washington, D.C. area, Myosenji Temple, 301-593-9397. Vancouver area, Myoshoji Temple, 604-580-3993. And if you're in Brazil, the phone number there for the temple is 115581-8215. Thank you. And please call them with your questions. They have wonderful answers. Email them. Um, seek the law.